the maestro, we only have six minutes. Eh? Sorry about that. But you are here and we're going to solve this thing on the big interview. I asked you to come back and talk about this gamification thing. Yeah. What? What is this thing in simplest of forms, mate? So good simplest, evening to you, Freddy Maestro. Good, good evening, good evening, Rams, and good evening to you listening. In simplest of forms, it's introducing game rules and game theories into real life applications. Mm. So it's been used in business and recently in education, yeah. where you know businessmen are saying, "Okay, how, how can I improve my customer service? How can I improve uh, the way in which, in which my workers interact with my customers, and how can I improve turnover?" And people have found that it is best to just convert your systems and um, convert rather your your runnings, your daily runnings, into a game. And introduce make it practical for me. I mean, so yeah. so I have I have this business. Which one can I pick? Uh, whatever. I mean, I I I uh, I'm a plumber, so, you know, and I've got a clientele in the in, in uh, all of Soweto, and yes. you know, and I and I'd like to keep my customers happy and stuff like that. So it works both ways. You can use it on your clientele mm-hmm. to say every time you place an order or every time you request for the service, you you get a point. Yeah. So now you are introducing a leaderboard and yeah. you are introducing a scoreboard in which people start to chase. Because naturally, as humans, we love competition. Yes. So once I see a leaderboard and I see, oh, Rams is leading, and I just have that oh. eager to say yeah so, so it's an ego thing also that comes into play oh. to say, no, but, but so Rams, actually that would like work part. better if I sold a product yeah because then they're gonna buy more of my product because they want to be top of the leaderboard <laughs> they want to be top of the leaderboard they want to be the highest uh, oh. purchaser or if it's a bunch of workers they also have that ego play uh, uh, coming into play rather when they see a fellow workman is doing better. Incentives are already there in the, yeah. in the workplace, right? You know, Ronaldi Bonasi and people both. Yes. But no one knows who's leading at what point. And that's why the competition then fades out. You just wait until... Yeah, but also bonus is, is what we're all going to get. But if you said, yes. you know, the best salesperson this year is going to win a trip to Sun City. Gets double or, you know, wins a trip to Sun City. So when you introduce such incentives... The, the resort, by the way, guys, we don't mean the one in deep <laughs> in, in Naturin. Yeah. <laughs> So when you introduce such incentives with that in mind and you start introducing the element of people being able to see how the game is playing out, yeah. then you will start to see the results. Oh. And it's it's a very beautiful concept that has been uh, running, especially in the IT side of, of things. A lot of people are converting into gamification and introducing it into their business. And it's also been introduced in education. Yeah. Which are also... I can imagine. I mean, yeah. I, you know, education can be very boring, mate. That's I was true. speaking to somebody in the in the Department of Education. They were saying, you know, they need to educate young people about HIV. Well, Fesla said everybody knows about it by now. But two, how do you do it in a clever way? So it can be gamified. Yes. So you have to introduce gaming theories and, and introduce games. It's to a point where a lot of schools in the U.S. have started introducing actual games into the education system. I know a game called Minecraft. Uh, years ago, South Africa also investigated on how they can introduce that into the the, the education system. Yeah. And such games have been able to teach learners the concepts of programming 
at a very young age. So yeah. you have these elementary school learners or crutch learners and, and preschool learners who are already getting the concepts of programming and software development at that young age. And all this stuff can be done on this product in my hand called a on mobile cell phone. phone on tablets and uh it's it's a very and, and and someone also asked me if is it is it feasible to introduce it into the education uh, sphere yeah. in south africa with all the challenges with, with we have all the challenges that we have i mean we tried to introduce one learner one laptop tried to introduce one learner one tablet and that has been hard especially in in the most rural parts yes. of south africa but i say we still cannot deprive the urban areas of uh, such luxuries and such a rather important um, elements yeah. of education so in 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 urban areas i say yes why hold them back and and for for those that uh, want to do it so I, I mean now those that want to attract uh, yes. more customers or those that want to teach children better those that are yeah. gamifying is it cheap to do though it is i mean with with gamification you can start small yeah. you can even start with something as simple as just a board outside your shop yeah to tell us who's leading Who's because that's all we want to know. Who's winning? Yeah. Who's getting the points and who's in the next level? So you just create levels, you create tokens, and you create titles, which are very important. So we know who's the champ. Uh, over and above the incentive at the end, we just want to see who's beating who. And I've seen that also work out well in in the gaming industry. And I was like, okay, well, recently I hosted a tournament, and people just wanted to challenge each other. Over and above the prize that was placed. In the absence of you explaining it here because I don't have the time. Yes. And and now that I know that you never go into our Facebook page to explain more the things that you talk about, <laughs> where else would then people get to know about this stuff on your other so platforms? Go, so uh, if you are a SoundCloud customer or a user, go into SoundCloud and search uh, for Maestro Bytes. You can also search for Maestro Bytes on iTunes and you can search for Freddy Maestro on Facebook or just search for at Fred the Maestro on Twitter and the engagement will continue there. Excellent. I didn't know that you could do it quicker than Mama Rebecca. But thank you very much, <laughs> Freddy Maestro. We shall all put all pleasure, your details man. on our pages, Metro FM Talk all with Rams. All his details are there. All Go through all the podcasts of the stuff that he does. You will be happier to have done that, especially in the time when you could have paid lots of money for the stuff that he brings you for free. Great to see you again, my brother. Always a pleasure. Have a good evening. Have a good one. And as usual, we're going to conclude with this. And so we find ourselves in another load-shading cycle by our embattled ESCOM. One of our uh, many so far, and certainly one of many more to come. We can bicker and swear all we like. This is our reality. And indeed, for a long time to come. However, is your life, or how different is your life from that of ESCOM? Have you planned enough for dark days? For days when you could be making less money than today, for days when you could unfortunately be retrenched, or for days when your needs may exceed your income. Planning is not a luxury. Think about how much your lack of planning may affect others, your loved ones in particular. Just like how ESCOM's poor planning and bad management is affecting us negatively. Take the right steps now to avoid your own load shedding tomorrow. Save Invest, work one hour more a day, 
one more day a week and maybe one more week a year. Because remember, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And that's my closing comment. From me, Rems Mabote, good night and God bless.